1: And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Monday, New Year's Day, delayed January 2nd. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact, Scott icon and fire away. Well, it goes from bad to worse for the Dolphins. NFL head coaches, dumb as a box of rocks. Saturday night special in the NFL, not one but two shots at Martina. Will the real Bucs offense please stand up? Rodgers and the Packers are one step away. Jets eliminated. Timeout in Denver. Everything you need to know about the NFL playoff picture. Cashing an underdog open parlay over the weekend. And uh, one Grayson Allen slash uh, Grayson that does it right. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid Radio. Uh, what's going on, LLs? How are you on this uh, Monday? It is not technically New Year's Day, but in college football, it is figure that out. Uh, Normally, people would be back to work January 2nd, but because uh, we have a soft country, we we had January 1st on a Sunday, so God forbid we should combine the two holidays together. Nope. We got to create a new holiday, a January 2nd holiday. So uh, most of you are off. We are not, obviously, as we are on. NFL was on, and we got college football on in about an hour. In fact, we got three games uh, early on. It's kind of a quirky little schedule here. Normally, you would have a New Year's Day night game, but because of Monday night football, the college football is afraid to go head-to-head with the NFL. So we have uh, Mississippi State and Illinois starting in about an hour. Then we got Tulane-USC starting at 1 o'clock Eastern time. LSU-Purdue will start at 1 o'clock Eastern time as well. And then the uh, the the Rose Bowl starts at five o'clock. Penn State and Utah, and then that's it. Again, normally they would have the Sugar Bowl at night, but then we have the uh, Monday Night Football game, which is a great one. Buffalo against Cincinnati, a lot riding on it for both teams. So there's there's no uh, you know sugar coating it. There's no like resting eyes. You know Cincinnati still needs to win in order to clinch the AFC North, and uh, Buffalo still needs another win to clinch the number one seed overall, which obviously they want to do. So that should be a lot of fun, and that'll be a good good game. I don't know why Cincinnati is the underdog, except for the fact that the public is just buying into Buffalo uh, for whatever reason, even though they fail year in, year out in the postseason. But the perception is the Bills are the greatest thing in the world. People tend to forget it was, uh, you know, Cincinnati that went to the Super Bowl last year, not Buffalo, not Kansas City. It's, you know, Cincinnati that's beaten Kansas City not once, not twice, but three straight times. So, um, but you know what? You want to give me a point and a half with Cincinnati at home? I'll take that any day of the week. Crazy day yesterday in the NFL. I'm going to run down every single scenario you'll need uh, to know about the playoff picture. But I I tell you, probably the most amazing story out of yesterday came from uh, Washington head coach Ron Rivera, whose commanders would have been eliminated, and as it turned out, they were. If they lost to Cleveland and the Packers beat Minnesota, so and the Jets uh, lose to Seattle, and that's exactly what was set up heading into the four o'clock game with Green Bay, you know, taking on Minnesota. So the reporters asked Rivera, Hey, listen, if you guys are in fact eliminated with this four o'clock game, are you thinking about playing some of your reserve, reserves and backup quarterback, um, you know, uh, next week? And he deadpan straight said, we can be eliminated? He didn't know. He didn't know. It, it's, it's, it is further proof of what I have said a thousand times over the years. You as fans know more about playoff pictures and care about playoff scenarios and whether you're going to get home field advantage or not in the postseason, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever the case may be, hockey. These players and coaches, dumb as a box of rocks, dumb as. I mean, how are you a head coach of a Washington Commanders football team, and not know you could be eliminated with a loss? I, I, I that with two weeks left, I mean, common sense you think would be kicking in somewhere and just say, "Hey, we're running out of time here." I know they were in the number seven spot heading into yesterday, but. You're telling me that nobody told him that his team could be eliminated if the wrong things happened yesterday. <laughs> that, that's unbelievable. How, how, how can a coach? And I like Rod Marin. I root for him. You know, cancer and survivor and a whole caboodle. And you know, with that team and that in the, you know organization, he has been through hell and back, and he's done a good job keeping that team afloat. But I, I, how are you the head coach and not know your teams? playoff situation, wow. I'm telling you, said it a gazillion times, these, these coaches, dumb as a box of rocks, you know, X's and O's, design plays, oh yeah, absolutely. Nuances of the game, know when to call timeouts, know when to challenge, know when to go for two, know when to kick field goals, know when your team is gonna be eliminated from the postseason, forget about it. They're lost, lost, completely lost, amazing. All right, let's uh, run down all the NFL games when we come back. Uh, Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: All right, welcome back. It is Officer Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, 12 minutes past the hour, hour number one of our one-hour extravaganza. Don't forget, though, we are always back Monday through Friday at night between 7 and 10, and we can do a little bit more uh, and take our time a little bit better as well. Let's run down the NFL uh, games. Uh, We'll just uh, run in in order here. No big deal. Falcons beat the Arizona Cardinals at 20-19. Uh, they get their sixth win of the year. Anyone even grabbing them at five and a half, uh, I, you know, I had them at four and a half, but I know may have gone to five, but now you got that extra win. So you're definitely with the over on that one. Love that one. That, that was our best bet, uh, before the season began. You know, the only thing I'll say out of this game that, that stands out to me is Desmond Ritter for the second straight game, you know, 19 of 26 for 169 yards, no touchdowns, you know, they, they ran the ball for 132 yards so they've done a great job the last couple of weeks running the football, but if he's your quarterback of the future, Atlanta Falcon fans, eh, he hasn't really shown that much these last couple of weeks. You now, Young, you know, two games in, but it's not like he's throwing the football all over the place. I'd be a little concerned. If I'm a Chicago Bears fan, I'd be concerned as well. They get crushed 41-10 yesterday, bad beat of the day. But they had 34 points at halftime, over under 52. For an NFL game, that's a lot. But we're way past the halfway point there. It's 24-10. No reason to think this thing's not going to go over. They grab a couple of touchdowns in the third quarter. So all we need is one more touchdown. We're midway through the third quarter. We need four more points for the push, five for the over. And uh, the Bears offense just stutters and does nothing. Lions only tack on a field goal, and the game goes under 41-10. By one stinking point. We had a quarter and a half to get one more touchdown. Said it before, I'll say it again. This Justin Fields sucks. I mean, I know it's only second year. It's 7 of 21 for 75 yards against the Detroit Lions. Maybe the worst defense in, in the NFL. And he can only throw for 75 yards ran for 132 congratulations you know what justin field why don't you change positions and just be a running back for goodness sakes because you're not a quarterback in the league he's got to get himself killed it's only a matter of time you know that hey he's gonna be kyler murray uh, light. He, you know he's he's not that good he can't throw the football 75 yards <clears throat> against the lions in a game in which they're trailing most of the way You're going to be stuck living in purgatory with him, Detroit. You just are. Just like Arizona is with Kyler Murray. Yeah, with Kyler Murray. Can't throw the ball. Yeah, they'll both run for 100 yards and don't scramble around. But when push comes to shove, when life is on the line, have seen it happen time after time after time with this Bears team. You know, there were three straight games where they needed a field goal late and he couldn't produce. He's not any good. Jared Goff, meanwhile, throws for uh, 255 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Eight straight games for Jared Goff without an interception. Eight in a row. Wow. Uh, Chefs beat the Broncos 27-24. Coach's fired system comes in. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Denver didn't win outright, but they did cover the spread easily. Darn near one, was leading late. Kansas City, once again, failing to get the job done against the spread. Boy, they just never, ever cover. Mahomes does go for 328 and three touchdowns. Uh, they were helped out by an awful offensive pass interference penalty against Denver that would have wiped out them in pretty good field position. Uh, so uh, Kansas City now 13-3, uh, and three, holding on to hopes that they'll be the number one seed, depending on what happens with uh, the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bungles, for that matter uh Patriots beat our Dolphins 23 21 we lose the battle we may have lost the war pro football talk is reported that Ted- Teddy Bridgewater broke a finger on his throwing hand if that's the case he's done I don't think they're going to bring back two with tags this year so now we got Skyler Thompson our third string quarterback life on the line with the Jets which oddly enough is the game that he played you know two months ago that, that was the one that he started against the Jets or at least finished up anyway And uh, had a chance to, you know, in the lead, third quarter, and then uh, Bridgewater throws a pick six, and that was it for the Dolphin offense. They got an, oh, by the way, touchdown in the end to get the backdoor cover. They were getting two and a half, three. They lose by two. Uh, Nick Folk misses an extra point uh, after one of their touchdowns, after the interception, actually. Otherwise, they would have won by three. Uh, But the Dolphin offense just invisible. I I don't know how you can have as many weapons as the Dolphins have whether it's the back, uh, you know, the rushing guys or whether it's the wide receivers and and not be able to move the football. Four receptions for Hill, three for Waddle. Fifth straight loss. Unbelievable. Same old, same old. But I didn't think they would beat the, the Patriots, but they had, you know, like the other games, they had a shot, you know, all five of these games that they've lost in a row here, they had a shot to win all of them. They weren't blown out in any of them, had leads in all of them, can't get it done. Matt Jones. Mac Jones throwing for two touchdowns against the Dolphin defense. He couldn't throw for two touchdowns against Topeka High, for goodness sakes. Uh, what a disaster. Dolphins fall to eight and eight. We'll go over our team win totals. They might not get it. At eight and three, with an over under of eight and a half, the Dolphins might not go over their win total. Unbelievable. Giants beat up the Colts 38 to 10. I feel bad for Jeff Saturday uh you, you know th- listen when you're as bad as the Colts are eventually you know the, the well runs dry and your team just gives up it's not a reflection of the head coach it really isn't uh th- that's kind of what's happened with this Colts team Giants clinch a playoff spot first one since the uh, 2016 season. I said this either on this show or the night show. we ran down the quarterbacks into teams be careful what you wish for. We were saying because you just might get it. You know, Giants make the playoffs. Okay. Does that mean Danny Nichols is going to come back next year? They, if they're knocked out in the first round, like they more than likely will be in the postseason, does that mean the Giants have seen enough of him that they're going to re sign him? He's going to be a free agent. The the move they screwed up on is that they didn't pick up his fifth year. That really, as bad as he was and has been, you would have thought, even if we want to trade him, We could trade him and tell a suitor that, hey, you know what? You have him for for one year. Yeah, he's going to make $20 million, but at least, you know, you have him. At least least he's he's an asset that we could trade. They thought so little of Daniel Jones that they decided not to pick up his fifth year. That's why I got to believe he's not going to be there. New regime, different people, but if you think that little of a quarterback, um different head coach anyway I I can't believe he would but you know you never know They, they may say listen he took us to the postseason so we're gonna keep him that's why I said Washington fans with Carson Wentz Jet fans with Mike White Giant fans with Daniel Jones if you win these games and you make the playoffs this means you're signing up for the same garbage next year I'd just as soon not make the playoffs really would Washington. Any chance Washington comes back next year with Carson Wentz? They were booing him in the first quarter, for goodness sakes. So you you lost the battle, Washington, but I think you won the war. Browns beat Washington 24-10. I, I don't know how, though. But that Browns team was playing for absolutely nothing. They, they looked like garbage last week at a loss at home. And they go to Washington, which is playing for everything. They get Carson Wentz back. And one touchdown drive to close out the first half, that was it. 24-10, Cleveland beats Washington. Man, Wentz must have made the deal with the devil. That first year or two when he was with Philadelphia, he looked real good. I was surprised because I didn't wasn't a big believer. You know, North Dakota State, who could be, right? But he looked like he was a real good NFL quarterback. And, boy, from that point on, I don't doubt that there'll be another team next year that'll give him a shot. I, I really don't. Um, you know, he, he might even be Washington if they keep him, but is he a real NFL quarterback? No. That There's either, like, those wide receivers are either really, really overrated or their quarterbacks really, really suck. You make the call. Saints knock off the Eagles, speaking of quarterbacks that suck, Gardner Minshew. You know, the Eagles didn't get their first first down until there was 11 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Their first first down. Basically no first down the entire half. And they lose to the Saints 20-10. to 10. That's awful. tight Ops, Picks continues. Sports Grid Radio.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: All right, 844 Again, 844 6879. Send to tweet at Ops pics. Picks. Email me. Go to the website. Hit the contact Scott icon as our good buddy TK is done. <clears throat> Get a load of this email, Dolphin fans. Uh, Tk writes and uh, who in the hell is going to back up Skylar Thompson uh, next weekend, Scott? Uh, you're wondering with Tua in La La Land and uh, Teddy Bridgewater with a broken finger. Rumors down here in Miami are uh, saying that they're ready to make a phone call to get ready for this. Josh Rosen, <laughs> the redemption story is yet to be written. Can't you see Disney all over this? Uh, he's joking, obviously. Uh, Scott, I'd be crying 20 years ago, but now it's turned into a uh, uh, maniacal laughter. This franchise is rotten from the core. Uh, the more changes we make, the worse it gets. Uh, the more things stay the same. Cue the same offseason topics once again. Yeah, Dolphin quarterback. Wow, Josh. the thing about bringing Josh Rose. He wasn't even the same head coach, right? I mean, the head coach was different. I could see if it's the same head coach. You want to bring in a guy who's familiar with your offense, but... It's a different head coach, different offensive coordinator. I, I mean, what ties do they have to Josh Rosen, for goodness sakes? Oh, my goodness. I mean, outside of he was a former Dolphin for uh, a year, and he was god-awful. Gave up, wasted a second-round pick on him. Uh, it's just it's getting bad for him. And there's no way they can play to it. So forget about that. And they're not making a playoffs. Well, wasted year. Eight and three, they're going to lose to the Jets for the second straight time. What a disaster. What a disaster. I tell you, if the Eagles blow this thing, that's going to be funny. You know, I'll cry as a Dolphin fan. I I can laugh at the Eagles, though. I mean, all they needed was one win. One win their final three games. They lose to Dallas, competitive game. Minshew doesn't play too bad. They lose to the Saints. See, if the Saints' defense played like they did yesterday every game, they'd be in the postseason. But you get one of these performances like once every three weeks out of the Saints defense, where they're the best defense in the NFL. They, they did nothing against the, the Eagles. Did nothing against them. Like you said one, one first down in the final minute of the first half. I mean, in the end, twenty to ten. Eagles may lose. The only thing is the Giants are playing for absolutely nothing. So I got a feeling Danny Nichols probably won't be playing. Saquon definitely won't be playing. Right. So and if the Eagles and I think that's a home game uh let me double check uh, but if the Eagles can't beat the Giants yeah it is I mean at home uh, even with Gardner Minshew uh, then you know what they're the, they're the fraud they are a fraud because I know it's not uh Jalen Hurts I get that and I don't think he's playing I've, I've said this to me with a bum shoulder you take an injection and you're out there he's missed two straight games and there's nothing that's making me think that all of a sudden after another week off, he's going to be okay. I, I bet that he's got something serious going on uh, because there's no way they would have waited till the final week to play him. Pucks beat the Panthers 30-24 for three quarters. It was the same old Tampa Bay offense. Then in the fourth quarter, the Panthers' defense fell apart. Boy, they had him. They had him dead to rights. They had him 14-0 first half, but then 14-10 uh, at halftime. Couldn't score again after that uh, until the fourth quarter, and one was a garbage-time touchdown. So Bucks win, Tom Brady, uh, you know, bring back the clock, 432 yards of offense through the football 45 times. They can't still can't run a lick. Three touchdown passes, but that's the Tom Brady. That's the Mike Evans you know, a combination that people fear that you want to say, well, you don't want to face them in the postseason. You know what, though? I'll still take my chances. I, I really will. Not that I'm afraid to face Minnesota, but my pecking order of teams I wouldn't want to face. San Fran 1, Philadelphia 2, Dallas 3, and I don't really care about anybody else. It, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll face Minnesota. I'll face Tampa Bay. I'll face you know the Giants, obviously. Uh, I'll face whoever that last playoff. You want to say maybe Green Bay? You, you, you're afraid of, fe- you know, has Green Bay really turned a corner so much that you wouldn't want to face them in the postseason? Yeah, This is generally when Aaron Rodgers does his worst play, right, in the postseason. So I wouldn't be afraid to face them either. Jags beat the Texans 31-3. They set up the showdown next week with Tennessee, which, oh, by the way, they announced, I'm very surprised at this. I really, And I don't say that too often. Maybe very is a strong word. But they're going to use that as the saturday game they got two games saturday and then they have a sunday night game i th- i thought for sure the way things are situated that they would have chose that as the sunday night game but instead they're using that as the saturday night game so you still could have a pretty good game sunday night but there isn't another game that it's guaranteed it's going to be meaningful for both clubs um now if Cincinnati loses tonight then the Ravens Bengals game next week will be for the AFC North division championship so they might choose that one they could use Green Bay and Detroit but Detroit could be eliminated if in fact Seattle wins which I think they will against the Rams so that game would be meaningless for Detroit. I know, I'm sure they'd love to get Aaron Rodgers there, but I don't know if they would want that. The only one, like I said, that was absolutely guaranteed to be meaningful was Jacksonville and Tennessee. Man, I understand it's Jacksonville and it's Tennessee, but I still thought that's where they were going to go, but uh, but not the case. So maybe they'll take a bigger market and only have one team involved. Little surprised with that. Uh, definitely little surprised. But Jacksonville wins at uh, 31-3. I tell you, um, could they be this year's Cincinnati Bungles from last year? They're on a roll, 8-8. Eight and eight. They, they played uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, into the third quarter, blew out the Texans who have been playing well. Surprised. Niners in overtime over the Raiders, 37-34. Jared Stidham, 365 yards and three touchdowns for the Raiders. Is he going to be the quarterback? Is he going to do enough these next two another game, these last two games to really supplant Derek Carr? Seagulls beat the Jets 23-6. Oh, but this Mike White sucks. <laughs> i tell you, they made this guy out to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. And while he may be better than Zach Wilson, he blows. Uh, 240 yards, okay. Two interceptions. Third straight game without a touchdown pass. Who goes three straight games without throwing a touchdown pass in the NFL in 2022? But again, lose the battle, win the war. No, now, Jet fans, this offseason you can't possibly go into next year with these two guys as your starting quarterbacks right either they have to go get somebody else packers beat the vikings 41 17 kirk cousins at his finest this is why kirk cousins will never be taken seriously And his vikings team with kirk cousins as quarterback will never be taken seriously Chargers beat up the rams no big deal and then uh pittsburgh last night rallying from 10 down late beat the ravens 16 13 they stay alive how about that? It'll take a minor miracle for them to get in, but that's a huge win for Pittsburgh. And uh, Mike Tomlin's streak of uh, staying over five hundred continues, uh, at least for another week, as they're now 8-8. Eight and eight. They need to beat the Browns next week. I'll run down all the playoff scenarios here, but um, they would need to beat the Browns next week to stay over five hundred and finish the year at 9-8. Not bad. Not bad all right uh eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine let's go to the phones here how about the charles in west virginia starts off uh, opposite pics here on a monday morning what's going on charles
2: how are you bud hey good morning scott i just had to call when you said it was a question mark whether the commander's going to keep Went. he he has to i'm sure he's going to go there's no way that this particular coach's staff can keep wet. like you said they were calling for heinecke by the first quarter uh, they he were. was terrible. <laughs> uh, what Yeah, he was terrible. I mean, from the And the, the thing that really made it bad for the commander went had down 99 yard drive at the end of the first half. Cause I'm sure if he didn't have that drive, they, they would have missed him in the second half. So it was only seven to three. They could have brought Heineken and at least had a spark. You know, that Cleveland Browns team, they're playing like they're playing for something. I mean, they had everybody in. Uh, they were coaching well. Uh, maybe Deshaun Watson sea legs under them, but you know the, with the uh, commanders coming up this week, uh, Sunday, they're playing the Cowboys, from what I'm hearing, uh, hearing uh, here at home uh, the commanders might be playing Sam how. so the line is minus six, so I don't know if you want to jump on the Cowboys or not even though it's at the commanders, it'll be full of Cowboys fans Fans plus yeah. they're retiring Sonny Jurgensen, plus they're retiring Sonny Jurgensen versus uh, Jersey, so that's uh. That's the uh, celebration thing, too. So Right, right. Did you hear, uh,
1: Charles, did you hear uh, Rivera afterwards when they asked him about playing Sam Howe uh, next week, he didn't realize that the team was officially uh, eliminated? He had no idea. He's like, really? Yeah,
2: I, 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 heard, I heard that, but a lot of coaches are going one game at a time. But we always say, yeah. the coaches; these coaches don't really watch football. They just watch the tape. And they're just going from one team to the next. They're 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 not sure yet. Yeah, uh, the, the local guy here talked about that this morning, but he said like even Bill Parcells had a had a same thing like that too. He just said I'm just going from one game to the next, just trying to control what I can control. It is amazing. Uh good job, Drew.
1: Appreciate the phone call, bud. It is Thanks, amazing. Buddy. <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you later with the podcast. It's it's amazing how these head coaches are so narrow minded, right? I mean, you know, my father was a high school head coach, uh, which obviously doesn't compare to the NFL, and it, it did. I mean, uh, the battles—I uh, say battles—the fights that you know he would have with with my mother, you know, over time spent just just pertaining to high school, you know, was like endless. So I can only imagine what it is in the NFL. I get that, but. You would just think, I don't know, he'd have a free moment that he'd sit down and look at the standings, right? And kind of figure out what needs to happen. I, I, I just, very weird. Uh, very, very weird. I'd right, hold on a line if you're there. I'll get to that, uh, get to your phone calls uh, right after this, which is Opposite Picks coming up next on Opposite Picks, Sports Good Radio. Ah yes, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those pad and pencils. Get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable uh, uh, five minutes in radio. Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks? You newbies call you? Uh, you ask? Well, we give you seven games seven thousand reasons why we like one team and then we go opposite why because despite all the stats trends hunches systems injury reports weather reports and everything else nobody but nobody beats the boys in vegas well we turned the calendar over to 2023 so we start new how about that got a seven pack of games we finished up uh 2022 with uh 588 up 639 down uh, five pushes, minus 2,500. Rare, 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 rare year in which opposite picks didn't make money. Wow. Uh, how about that? Mark that on your calendar. All right, game number one, Cincinnati, little Monday night football, getting a point and a half at home against Buffalo. People forget it was Cincinnati that went to the Super Bowl last year, not Buffalo. It was Cincinnati that has beaten Kansas City not once, not twice, but three straight times, not Buffalo. It is Buffalo that chokes every playoff year. I'll grab the Bungles at home. Getting points? What are you kidding me? love Cincinnati tonight. Eh, give me a Buffalo minus the one and a half pick number two college football utah laying a point and a half versus penn state in the rose bowl don't even think about beating penn state here or betting penn state here why you said coach kyle whittingham 11 and 1 in his last bowl games 11 and 1 folks this guy treats these bowl games as title games uh, I could lose money with him if it turns out Penn State does win, and not worry about it because some bets just aren't meant to be. I bet Penn State, and I lose, and I and I, I realize I'm going against a guy that was 11 and one. No, thank you. Love Utah here. Yeah, give me Penn State plus the one and a half. Pick number three, Purdue getting 15 and a half versus LSU. Wow. Drew Brees has joined the Boilermakers coaching staff for the game. I guess Bob Greasy wasn't available. Double-digit dogs, 4-0 against the spread this postseason. I told you before, always, always, always bet those double-digit dogs. Keep riding them. LSU head coach Brian Kelly, under 500 in bowl games, dating back to his day at Notre Dame. And even before that, when he was at the MAC, love Purdue getting 15 and a half. Uh, Give me LSU minus the 15 and a half. Uh, Pick number four. We'll venture over to the NBA. How about the Lakers against the Charlotte Hornets? Uh, That's right. You know what? There's certain games that LeBron gets up for. And while he is, uh, you know, 5,000 years old at this point, and maybe he can't control life as much as he used to in the NBA, uh, getting his 40-plus points on his birthday the other day shows me that, yeah, every once in a while he still has it. And uh, he's going to get up for this game because of the Michael Jordan factor, who obviously owns the Charlotte Hornets. So, you know what? Uh, L.A. was going to get a rare road win here. Love the Lakers here getting a point against Charlotte yeah give me Charlotte, uh, minus the one. Pick number five, uh, Cleveland Lane four and a half versus Chicago, back to back games against the same team, except this time they do flip sites. Cavs won at Chicago two nights ago, but the Bulls covered as home dogs. So it should be Cleveland's turn to win and cover this time around. They're laying only four and a half. I'm surprised the numbers have uh, gone way down with this uh, Cavaliers team uh, the last few games. So love Cleveland here at home. One of the best home records in the NBA. uh, Laying only four and a half against a mediocre Cleveland team or a Chicago team. Yeah, give uh, give me Chicago plus the four and a half. Uh, pick number uh, five Philadelphia check that six Philadelphia laying five versus New Orleans. Pelicans beat the 76ers in New Orleans on Friday Payback time for the 76ers who have one of the best home records in the league 14 and five. Again laying only five. if Philadelphia's gonna win I'll take my chances they cover the low number. Pelicans only seven and nine on the road as well. Love Philadelphia They're not losing twice to New Orleans no way. Eh, yeah, give me New Orleans uh, plus the five. Pick number seven, Dallas laying seven and a half versus Houston. Mavs just beat the Rockets a couple of games ago. Don't like teams in this spot, but they're on fire. Dallas has won six in a row. I don't think the pathetic Rockets are going to stop that streak. I'll take my chances again, and they cover the relatively small number. Dallas laying only seven and a half at home against Houston. Yeah, give me Houston plus the seven and a half. All right, opposite picks, the debut for 2023. How about that? Buffalo laying a point and a half at Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati Monday Night Football. Penn State plus a point and a half against Utah. LSU laying 15 and a half against Purdue. Charlotte minus one against the Lakers in the NBA. Chicago plus four and a half at Cleveland. New Orleans plus five at Philadelphia. And Houston plus seven and a half at Dallas. Opposite picks for a uh, Monday, January 2nd. Good luck, folks. right, there you go. We'll post those uh, on the uh, front page of the website. All right. Speaking of taking out pad and pencils, here we go. Here's every single playoff scenario you need to know from yesterday. First up, they did announce the two games uh, for Saturday next week. Kansas City at Las Vegas is going to be your early game at 4:30 on ABC, and then it's going to be Tennessee at Jacksonville Saturday night. Winner there gets uh, the uh, AFC North uh, or South rather uh, championship. And a spot in the postseason. Again, yeah, little surprise. In fact, very surprised they, they chose that one for Saturday night on a Sunday, which they generally is a throwaway spot, but uh, that one definitely has importance to it. All right, NFL playoffs from yesterday. Bucks beat Carolina. They clinched the NFC South. Giants beat the Colts. They clinched a wild card spot in the NFC. Chargers move into the all important number five wild card spot with their victory. Uh, ahead of Baltimore, which lost. Why is that really important? Because you get to face the AFC South champion, either Tennessee or Jacksonville, versus having to face Cincinnati, Kansas City, or Buffalo in the first round. That's huge. So Chargers control their own destiny for that now. San Fran moved into the number two wild card slot ahead of Minnesota with the Vikings' loss and the 49ers' win. And they can move into the number one spot, which we'll get to here in a second. So what's left? All right, AFC South. Winner, Tennessee, Jacksonville Saturday gets the number four seed. Loser is out. We have one wild card spot left in the AFC. New England, believe it or not, controls its own destiny but plays at Buffalo next week. Maybe the Bills are playing for nothing. Miami gets in, so New England wins, and they're in. Miami can get in with a victory over the Jets, and the Patriots lost to Buffalo. Not bad. Pittsburgh can still get in with a win over Cleveland. A Bills win over the Patriots, and a Jets win over the Dolphins. Not crazy. You know, the Jets over the Dolphins would be the one, but you know, listen, Miami's lost five in a row, and they got a third-string quarterback who the Jets beat earlier this year. So it's still a possibility for Pittsburgh to get in. AFC North. Bengals clinch with a win over Buffalo tonight. If they don't win, they face Baltimore next week, and then the winner of that game – would get the uh, the top spot because Baltimore if they were to win would win the tiebreaker since they beat the Bengals twice this year and they would have beaten the Bengals twice. So, uh there's definitely still a lot on the line. That's huge being a number 2 or 3 seed versus being a wild card team. NFC. Eagles still need to win over the Giants next week to clinch the NFC East and the number 1 seed. Dallas gets the number 1 seed with a win over Washington and an Eagles loss to the Giants. San Fran gets the number two overall seed with a victory over Arizona or a Vikings loss to Chicago. San Fran be- can become the number one seed with a win over Arizona and an Eagles loss to the Giants. How about that? And that's huge because remember only number one seeds get uh, buys. San Fran could come all the way back with a third string quarterback in essence and get the number one seed maybe in the NFC. Wild card, NFC. It's really not that difficult, uh, even though the bird brain on NBC, the the, the Garnacki guy, I know he's, he's mimicking, you know, the, the pollsters when they do their TV shows. But, you know, he spent an hour, and, and you could do it in three sentences. Bottom line is Seattle holds the final spot right now because they win a three-way tiebreaker with Detroit and Green Bay. But since Detroit and Green Bay are going to play each other, that's going to turn into a two-team tiebreaker. And in a two-team tiebreaker, don't ask why, but it's true, Green Bay wins the tiebreaker over Seattle. So right now, Seattle's in the top spot, number seven spot, but in reality, they don't control their own destiny. Green Bay beats Detroit, Packers are in. Simple as that. Seattle would need a win over the Rams and a Lions victory over Green Bay. Lions would get in with a win over Green Bay and a Seattle loss to the LA Rams. And there you go. This guy, I know he's a goopball, and I know he's mimicking, like I said, the the uh, you know the election guy. But he spent an hour trying to explain it, and he never he never just you know got to the point. Seattle wins a three-way tiebreaker, which is why they're in the number seven spot now. But it can't be a three-way tiebreaker because Detroit plays Green Bay next week. So when it gets to a two-team tiebreaker, they would lose all those situations. It's just. Ugh. Anyway, so there you go. That, that's it as far as the, the wild card uh, situation is concerned and, and all the other playoff scenarios are concerned. Uh, quick phone call here. Uh, how about um, we got uh, Mark in Cincinnati on the line. Mark, welcome to uh, Ops Picks. All right, uh, Mark's not there. How about uh, Dom in East Rochester? What's going on, Dom? How are you today, bud? Uh,
3: good, Scotty. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, bud. Happy New Year i had a pretty good weekend scotty uh, i had uh michigan i had nice. uh georgia minus six i okay. had uh the redskins and okay. i had uh new england minus
1: three yeah so, that's uh that that's, uh, that's pretty a pretty good of a weekend yeah yeah pretty good pretty, pretty good
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know i got i got a kick out of your your uh dialogue last week about uh uh, trying to bet against yourself, you know. Trying to go opposite, you, you, you can't do it. Right? You, yeah. you can't do it. You know. you, so, you end up, anyways, you end up <clears throat> taking
1: teams that you really don't like and say, "I'm going to go opposite." When you, you so in what? essence, you're taking a team that you deep down you really do like. Yeah, it, it's it's not easy. Well,
3: you start playing <clears throat> in your head and you start doing a reverse, and you say, "Well." You know, I really like the brown. You know, you 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 can't right, do it. Right. It, 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 yeah. it you can't do it. Scotty, listen, I know that the AG I guess it is will will start gushing uh uh next week. He'll start the countdown to the college football, but let me tell you, I watched a little <laughs> college football, Scotty, and it's a disgrace. I know you say all the time there's no defense, but you know, Scotty, two championship games, 90 points each, come on. I mean, really? Yeah. Really? I mean, you know, I, I, I know the warden said, oh, it's really exciting with, with that many points. Well, yeah, I, I get it. But there's got to be some defense. And it seems like any time that they do want to play any defense, that they, the, the refs throw a flag. So, yeah. a lot of flags. That, that's
1: why they, they, you know, the, the proponents of, uh, you know, only two or four teams in the postseason will point to games like over the weekend. It's just not that they weren't competitive. They were. But, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of 55-50 either. Now, they they were, uh, you know, they were interesting and, and fun to watch. But it just, you know, that, that's just, uh, and I appreciate the phone call, Dom. Um, that, that's not good football. It really isn't. Now, you're going to get some of those. You know, when you have a 15 or a 12-team, rather, playoff, and you, you're going to get you know high-scoring games, and you're going to get a bunch of blowouts, and that's what people are going to allude to. Uh, I don't know what it is that, that causes college. Why, why can't they play any defense in college football? It really is amazing. So uh, this product was an embarrassment, really, in a lot of ways. I will right, we'll wrap up shop with our open parlay winner that we cashed yesterday. That's next. all right open parlay time ah uh, let us start with the brand new 16 we're gonna wipe the slate clean of everything it's 2023 finished up last year open parlay two and eighty-five minus five 5237 dollars on our straight normal one so uh today we're gonna go with mississippi state we got the death system in play here no way mississippi state doesn't beat illinois although i will tell you i i you know have a monitoring service that i that i look at and uh Uh, Illinois is a play for a lot of the wise guys. However, I will tell you, Mississippi State is up to three and a half, so it's kind of weird. You know, all these services are telling you Illinois, 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 and yet the line jumped to three and a half from two and a half last night. Very interesting. Uh, So, anyway, for our open parlay, 100 bucks money line. Mississippi State, minus 170, 100 hours to win, 59 as we start brand new. Our uh, six-team uh, open parlay against the Chicago Blackhawks. If you follow along, as I always tell you over the weekend, we won with uh, St. Louis on Thursday, 57 bucks. We won with Columbus on Saturday, 114 bucks. We won with San Jose last night against Chicago, $150. So we're up to $321, and the Blackhawks don't play tonight, so we'll put that aside until tomorrow. Tomorrow, our underdog open parlay, cha-ching, cha-ching. We cashed our ticket as Seattle beat the Jets. We won eight hundred and fifty-seven dollars, bringing our six-team underdog open parlay winning ticket to one thousand six hundred and fifty-one dollars. If you started with a measly little twenty-five-dollar bet, so we're now two in ninety-four. And we finish up 2022 winning 737 dollars despite going two in 94. That's how good underdog open parlays can be when you cash. And we cashed on the final day. How about that? So there you go. Uh, we'll uh, I'll I'll post an underdog one on the on the website. Go to the hockey page and I'll give you all the uh, pyramid plays and everything else. Shots on goal uh, for for today. So enjoy the rest of your day, folks. We'll talk to you later on tonight's on. Uh, Sports Good Radio.